0: It's a great pleasure now to welcome a man who's really injected some fantastic impetus into South African running over the last few years, and it's Pierre Jacobs, who's the chairman of the KPMG Running Club. Uh, just over two years probably around, they, they signed Caroline Vossman uh, last year, beginning of last year. She went on to win two oceans, didn't manage to defend her comrades' crown. Also in their colours, she's won the um, Dam back-to-back. So great things expected from Caroline again this year, heading two oceans and comrades. But first of all, Pierre, thank you very much for joining us on 32Gi Sports Nutrition. Morning, David. It's a pleasure. Pier, first of all, I just want to ask you about the concept. And you know, we, we've had supporters of sort of road running in this country for a while, but it really has been refreshing over the last couple of years to see KPMG come into that market and to see the support you are throwing behind athletes. What was the driving force behind that and the continued sort of um, concept in helping drive South African running?
1: David, we started with a, predominantly a CSI project about four years ago, which is the, the KPMG Running Academy, where we have uh, currently 44 black athletes that we source from all around the country, most, uh, mostly from the rural areas, bring them to Furan to put them in a hostel there, and then we look after them, you know, from medical expenses, school fees, books, um, and everything else they need to want to get an education and, and to 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 run properly. And it's yielded uh, over the last three years nine international athletes. So it's something we we're very proud of and and something very very close to my heart. And from that we started in a, an employee club, and it just built on um, from Caroline Bossman. Then we also we signed a couple of juniors. And when I say signed, them I mean, we really support a couple of youngsters. And I'm talking ages under 15 to under 19. So we got that going, and then Caroline and and many other athletes came on board. Um, So at this point in time, the club covers from under 15 athletes right away to to Comrades Marathon, pretty much in between. So we cover track and field, cross country, as well as the the ultras. And uh, the main source for us, is, is, or the main objective, I should say, is, is to give back to the communities to support a sport where there's not as much money in as you would get with rugby, cricket and and football, our three main sports. And it's also a sport, some uh, politicians would differ from me, that is fully transformed and also fully diversified. And Trevor Houle, our CEO, was very adamant from the outset that he would like us to push the women's agenda, especially in this space and, and make a difference there. And that is sort of how we started the KPMG Running Club and how it's developed over the last two years.
0: Well, some great athletes you do have, of course, um, the, the likes of Renee Kalmer, who went to the Rio Olympics, uh, as well as Jenna Chalanoa, and uh, someone we chatted to recently on the past podcast, uh, not female, male, in Re- Renee Krobler and uh, he had some great nutritional tips for comrades. I'll put a link up to that. But, Pierre, also tell me a little bit more about Furintu. I know you've got the likes of Nolene uh, Conrad within, in your mix as well, and she does a lot to help drive sort of development. For into, I mean, it really is changing lives for these kids. And uh, uh, what have been some of the great stories to come out of there in the last four years?
1: Yeah, David, there's actually so many, as I said. Um, if you look at it at, a, at the top level, um, we've had nine international athletes over the last um, three years. And, I mean, these are kids which really, be, if you look at where, where we picked them from and, and where we got them from, there's no way that without that support and that help, they would have ever featured on the world stage. That just would not have happened. And uh, that's one aspect there. The the second aspect is last year we had four four matriculants and we had 100% pass rate, which was fantastic. Um, You know, we're also very proud of that. And I I think if you stand back a bit, for me, it's to create role models. In our society, especially in the rural areas, for, for parents and other kids, to look up and see a success story, see someone from the immediate communities that's actually made it onto the world stage, has got a proper education, and go forward in life. So we also try and look after these, these kids afterwards as much as we can. I've got currently Tumi Sang uh, Monathala as well as Kandi Sehole, who actually works for KPMG. So they're doing internships <clears throat> in our marketing department there. So try and look after them like that. Um, specific success stories is Tumi... One of our youngsters who was uh, with... Well, I went with him, I should say, to the World Championships in Uganda on the cross-country um, two weekends ago. Now, that's a boy that, that we, that we, where we saw a lot of talent. And um, he's just developed as a human being. He's now a young man with confidence. And then on the track um, this coming or past Saturday in Cape Town, you know, for an under-17 boy, age 16, he ran at 827, 3,000 meters. So, you know, we're te- teaching him about running tactics and 32GIs uh, helping us with new- <clears throat> nutrition, etc. So there's someone who, you know, the future probably would have been not bleak, but not as exciting as it is currently for him. We- we've got one of our uh, um, youngsters, Depui, from Zampopo. When we, we picked- got her into the academy last year, January, she was malnourished. We looked at her and we were like, oh, dear, you know, we really need to get this girl to eat some. But yet she tried to run. I don't think in that week she could complete any of the sessions, not even close. But we saw something in her, and um, we pulled her into the academy. And it's remarkable to see how Pui has developed into a young woman. She's now under-16 athlete. And, uh, again, she uh, <clears throat> she came second in the 3,000 girls under 17. Running in nine minutes, 36 seconds, uh, which I believe is, is the same time Casta Semenya ran, um, three weeks ago in Potch. So, yeah, and I, I can probably roll out many of those, but it, 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 as I said, it's something very close to my heart. I love those kids dearly and it's, it's just amazing to see them develop and, and I'm proud to say that, you know, we change lives in that respect.
0: Now, Pierre, a lot of important things when you bring someone into an academy like for into it gives them stability, as you touched on education, um, of course, training their training regimes, but all of them probably have some form of natural talent. So one of probably the key most elements and changes that must happen is, is diet and nutrition. They're coming from no base and, and that must be a key focus for you guys as part of the academy.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, it's a big issue. I'd love to do more in that space for them. Uh, Mark Wolf from 32GI has been very kind to us and he's supporting us a lot in that space um, to supplement their diets. Uh, we've, we've got then uh, Ab, who's our assistant manager, and he's responsible with one of the chefs for, for all the food, buying it, making sure that there's a balanced diet. Um, Renee Colmer, which most of, of your listeners should know, um, we have appointed her, so she's also now in the KPMG stable. And doing wonderful work on, on two fronts for us. One is is to help with, with core development of the athletes. And it's actually three. She does a lot of mentoring. So we tend to find, especially with the girls, we had some issues over the last four years to help them to mature from teenager into adulthood um, amongst our black girls. And, and it's, a, it's a problem, teenage pregnancy and similar things in South Africa. I mean, the government speaks about it all the time. And we experienced a similar problem. Um, so Renee has been wonderful in that space to help with her with core, help with mentoring um, these kids from teenager into into adulthood. And, again, just talking to them generally about eating right, doing the right things, etc. So she's also getting more and more um, involved in fur Obviously, my time is limited because, I, you know, I do have a lot of things on my plate. So I can see Renee is getting more involved, and it, it really means a lot to her. And she's really
0: passionate about it. What a great run in her own right. Of course, Renee Com having recently become a mother, so changed her focus slightly, but she has an incredible record at the Old Mutual Two Oceans Half Marathon. And, you know, talking about that race, Pierre, it really is a fantastic race in the South African calendar, as is Comrades. Uh, what, what do you think makes it so great? And, and what's your personal sort of relationship with oceans over the years? Well,
1: actually, first I ran it once. Many years ago, I think it was 1993, I ran one, and at three hours, 47, and, um, yeah, I think I was coming down into Held Bay, lying eighth position with Israel Meraki, and then I blew what one would call spectacularly. <laughs> From there on, it was pain and laden all the way. I think it, it's, the beauty is one thing, but I think it's it's like comrades, it's, it's a South African icon, and, uh just to be around the expo and around the start and, and finish line with all the athletes and the families, it, it's such a great tradition. And people just they just love the race. You know, it's fun. It's, it's difficult. It's not an easy run. And I think, they, therefore, there's also a challenge. But it, it, it's not as far as the combat. So even your guys who sort of just get into the marathon, they, they look at 56 and they're like, I, I can try that. Whereas 90 k would probably be a bit uh, just out of their reach. So I think that the accessibility there of Cape Town, probably the best, most beautiful city in the world to live in and run in. So it all makes up for a fantastic event. And it's super well organized as well. You know, it's uh, you come there, everything works, light clockwork, and it's just a pleasant day all out, if the weather plays long, of course.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully we don't see what happened in the Cape Town cycle tour, but uh, generally a little bit later, yeah. <laughs> that really was it was a freak wind blowing over 18-wheeler trucks. Pierre, lastly, before I let you go and get back to, to all the work that you do get to, um, the uh, KPMG feel around oceans uh, this weekend, I know Caroline's coming back, uh, expected to run as a training run again, but... <laughs> like last year, the race might just, and the year before actually, pan out in her favour despite that. Anything special yeah. from KPMG? I know you brought out uh, Colleen Durek last year for the first time to come run back in in South Africa and uh, yeah, what can we expect from KPMG Running Club this weekend?
1: David, yeah, so Caroline is doing a, what they call her in a, a controlled training run up until a certain point and then depending on how the race pans out they will, they will make they change potentially change their tactics at that late point. So Caroline is definitely there, and, and they're going even in a controlled run for, for a very fast, uh, fast pace. So that's one. Jenna Challenor is our new entrant into the ultras. So Jenna is is also in very good shape at the moment. She had a few niggles, which was unfortunate. So she didn't do all the distance that she probably would have liked. Um, but she ran a half 10k in Cape Town two weeks ago, was out literally breaking a sweat. I mean, I was astounded that she did it so easily. Um, so I think Jenna will be, all things being equal, will be up there. Uh, then we've got some other new ones, Mary kuri who ran a three hours 41 in Omidam in the 50K um, and probably could have done a faster run there as well. So she's part of this uh, Pretoria stable we have now. It's just a group of, of ladies who started running with Caroline and training with them. You know, there's Danka Erasmus and Franz London, and all of a sudden these ladies are running fantastic times, top three-hour marathons. It's, it's amazing to see. Um, so there, there's a few in that stable. Devin Yanka is coming back from the States uh, to run for us in Oceans and Comrades. And uh, although I haven't personally seen her run, I believe she's also in, in good shape. So i think in, in the ladies in the fifty six we we've got quite a few um, talented athletes that probably will push for for top ten and top five positions in uh, the men we've got jeffrey quebe who's um, you know, jeffrey is, is immensely talented and his head is in the right space and he's, he's quite out when he sets his mind to something he's, he's quite tough to beat so I expect uh, him to run up with the leaders denil Krobler is again doing a a training run, but also the fast pace. I think he'll be solid as it depends on, on how the front runners are going to go. There's Tabukuna, um also a potential top 10 in the men's. So we'll, we'll look out for those three. And then in the half, we've got, uh, several Christine Kalmer and Aline Conrad, Keneal Singh, um, Danette Smith, who just recently won the last weekend, the SA Marathon champs. So there, there's quite a, a handful of ladies in, in that race men we've got a few that can surprise in the top 10 probably not a winner at this point in time coming from our stable in the 21
0: well Peter jacobs the chairman of kpmg running club fantastic things they're doing for development uh, for senior running and also more importantly and uh, with the revival we've seen in the last couple of years women's running here in south africa if you're going to the old mutual two oceans have an absolute blast from a self-missed active david Katz. will catch up again with you next week